0: Welcome to Jewish Magic, where we explore all things magic in and around Judaism. I'm Michelle Leffler, shamanic energy alchemist and Jewish extraordinaire. I'm the owner of Living Moon Meditation, where I help people find balance in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. It's my honor to talk to you about Jewichery and Jewish magic. Let's get started. Love Jewish Magic Podcasts. You can support it and me and help keep it ad-free by joining me as a patron on Gumroad. For as little as $7 per month, you can help keep me going. That's at gumroad.com slash livingmoonmeditation. If you're not already on my email list, be sure to sign up at livingmoonmeditation.com. Both of these links are in the show notes for you. And now. For our featured quote, Miriam, the drumming prophetess who danced at the shore of the Sea of Reeds, is like other prophetesses in the ancient world who used the drum to represent the rhythm of time and the heartbeat of the Divine Mother. Miriam combines the air ripples of the drum with the waters of birth. According to rabbinic legend, Miriam is a midwife. In Nisan, she midwives us into the flow of time. And on Passover, she shows to us the divine face of dancer, drummer, musician, and healer, Rabbi Jill Hammer. The prophetess Miriam, sister of Moses, is closely associated with water. Like the life-giving liquid, Miriam was fluid and able to shapeshift into whatever state was necessary. She defied Pharaoh and saved her baby brother's life by placing him in a basket and setting him into the Nile. After the Israelites crossed the Red Sea, Miriam led the women in song and dance to praise the divine for her goodness. Miriam was also practiced in divining for water. The biblical account states that a well followed Miriam throughout the forty years when the Israelites wandered in the desert, and that when she died, the well dried up and disappeared. In reality, Miriam was a water dowser. Unlike her brother, Miriam was astute at using the rod to locate water necessary for survival in the desert. But when Miriam died, there was no one left who had the malleable character that defined her life. Water, however, is necessary for survival, and the Israelites needed it. So the Divine One told Moses to speak to a rock, but instead Moses struck that rock. And this disobedience led to his death prior to entering the Promised Land. What was so wrong with Moses' action that it caused him to die? Well, the rock that the divine instructed Moses to speak to was not just any rock. It was the rock that covered Miriam's grave. So Moses was instructed to speak to his sister's spirit and honor her for all that she had done. If he had done that, her powers of water dowsing would have transferred to him. But instead, Moses struck the rock, which showed his frustration at having to ask for his sister's help yet again. His patriarchal outlook cost him his life, and even though Moses did not do as he had been instructed and was punished for it, water did come forth from the rock anyway. His disobedience did not cause the rest of the Israelite nation to suffer, but it did lead to his own death. Modern feminists often place a cup of water by the Sager plate at Passover. It is known as Miriam's cup and honors the great water witch of our ancestry. With the cup of water, we remember and honor Miriam for all she contributed to the liberation of our people. Introducing my Omer Guide for Witches. Emerge, 49 Steps from Slavery to Personhood, is a unique guide leading you out of the shadows and into personal freedom. True freedom is more than physical liberation from bondage. The Passover Seder remembers that liberation. Counting the Omer takes you on a 49-day spiritual journey of true mindset transformation. This Omer Guide for Witches provides the history and explanation for counting the Omer, how it corresponds to our modern times, and lays the foundation for practicing the daily ritual for personal renewal. This book guides you through a mystical yet practical 49-step journey through human personality, refining and perfecting your emotions and behavior, allowing you to grow and better cope with life's daily challenges. You can find it at livingmoonmeditation.gumroad.com slash l slash I have the link in the show notes for you. And now a look at the Jewish calendar. Rosh Hodesh Sivan is Tuesday, May 31st. Shavuot is Sunday, June 5th. The Torah portion for this week, the 27th of Iyar, is Bechukotai. It constitutes Leviticus chapter 26, verse 3. Through chapter 27, verse 34. The Parsha addresses blessings for obeying the law, curses for disobeying it, and vows. Candle lighting time for Shabbat is Friday evening at 7.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Havdalah to end Shabbat will be Saturday evening at 9.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Torah portion for next week, the fifth of Sivan, is Bamidbar. The Parsha constitutes Numbers chapter 1, verse 1 through chapter 4, verse 20. The Parsha tells of the census and the priest's duties. Candle lighting time for Shabbat is Friday evening at 8.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Holiday candles may be lit Saturday evening after 9.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Interested in studying Torah with me and other witchy Jews? Join me over in my Facebook group, Jewish Torah Study. You can find it at facebook.com groups slash Jewish Torah Study. I also have the link in the show notes for you. Love Jewish Magic Podcast? I'd love to have you give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Want more magic with me? Join my free Facebook community, Bad Witch Society. It's the perfect place for anyone who's ever been told their brand of magic or witchcraft isn't right. Your magic is valid. Let's celebrate it together. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash badwitch, all one word. I have the link in the show notes for you. And if you're into practical ways to apply magic in your life, give my other podcast a listen. You can find everyday magic podcasts on the same platforms as this one. Do you have a Jewishy question you're itching to have an answer to? send me an email and I may answer it in an upcoming episode. It might also become the topic of an upcoming episode. You can send questions to me at hello at livingmoonmeditation.com. As always, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Living Moon Meditation. Remember, life is all about magic you can do. See you next time.